Hello and welcome to another episode of the Semi and Lauren podcast. Yes, we've had a name change. My last season was Semi and Kelly. Kelly is my dog. She is not dead. I haven't replaced her with a new dog called Lauren. Or have I? <laughs> Lauren is my business partner. We've been working together for five years. We run a fitness business together and I originally started this podcast because I wanted my boot campers who we run every term, we run a boot camp. I wanted them to have more of an insight into why they do what they do when, to, when it comes to exercise because I see the same cycle all the time. I say this all the time where they're super excited. Everyone wants to lose weight. Everyone wants to eat healthy. Everyone wants to fucking live with unicorns and shit rainbows. Like, Everyone, I love these words too. Everyone wants to live a life where they're happy. Like this is what everyone wants, but we keep getting ourselves into the same cycle. Like where you sign up to a boot camp, motivated for two weeks, and then you fall off and eat shit and you're sad and depressed. And then I see you again in six months and you give me another $300 for nothing. I've seen that so many times. I love that you're paying me to do what I love, but I want you to get results. But the only person who can get results is you. And you have to be able to change your thought patterns. And if you knew how to change the way that you think, I have no doubt that you would be doing it. But you were born into a family not of your choice. You lived in an environment not of your choice because you're just a kid. And all all you've got is the tools that you've got. All you've got is the conditioning that you've got and the influence that you've got from the outside world that you were born into. That's all you've got. That's like if I was to ask you to demonstrate a burpee for me. Now, I don't know how many super fit people are listening to this. I want you to demonstrate a burpee for me and talk me through it. For a lot of people, they probably couldn't do that. Like maybe they could do a burpee, but maybe to talk me talk me through the, um, you know, the dynamics of it and what muscles are engaging and how, and how it's uh, performed correctly. Like, the way that I'm talking, it sounds like I don't even fucking know how to demonstrate a burpee. But for a lot of you, you can't do it. And the reason is, is that you and I have had completely different experiences. But one thing that we all do is we get caught in cycles where we do the same shit all the fucking time. Then we get super mad at ourselves for it. And then we repeat the whole cycle again. Where I'm excited, I'm motivated. I eat well for two weeks and then I eat like a fat dog and then I'm depressed again and then back at my boot camp. Do you know what I mean? So hopefully you get something out of these podcasts. Like it might just be the smallest piece of information that resonates with you and you're able to make the slightest shift. Now I was super clever when I was doing this podcast and I said to my boot campers, I'm going to get you to do little tasks in my podcast. So I'm going to tell you what they are so that then they would listen to my podcast. And then if you do them all, then you get a free bag. We've got these cool bags, with our logos on it. So I believe that the shit that I have to dribble is worth listening to. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've sucked my boot campers into listening based on this alone. Pretty cool bags too, by the way. If you want to see a photo, they're pretty cool. <laughs> Today's topic is goal setting. When you look it up, when you look up goal setting, the first thing that comes up is smart goals. So specific, measurable, achievable, realistic. Like I love that one, realistic. Like is it realistic? Because all of your 
family members, like they don't intend to shatter your hopes and dreams. They're just projecting on you what, how they view the world. But I love that one realistic. Look, is it realistic? So basically, are your goals what everyone else approves of? Uh, stupid. T, which is a timeline. Now, I'm not saying the smart goals don't work, but like, good luck. You can write up your smart goals if you want. Let me know how you go with it. That's like when people say to me, can you do a meal plan for me? I'm like, yeah, sure, I can do a meal plan, but you're not going to follow it because you can Google meal plans and 12 gazillion results will come up in 0.002 seconds and every single one of them will work, but there's a reason why you don't follow them and it's because you don't have the tools to be able to have enough discipline to be able to do it. You don't know. You don't know any better. You don't know why you have a sugar addiction or you don't know why you need to feel full or you don't know why you're a binge eater. Like you don't actually know. You're just doing the actions and no one's told you any better. Just like how you can't explain how to do a burpee to me. Does this make sense? Because you haven't learned it. So there's nothing wrong with smart goals. But when I was thinking about why people don't achieve their goals, I couldn't actually find anything that reflected how I feel about it and why people are limited when it comes to achieving their goals. One aspect, which I'm going to talk about now, is your emotions. Like, your emotions get in the way. So when people say to me that they haven't exercised, they haven't turned up for boot camp or... They've got all these reasons under the sun. Now, I don't ever buy them. And the reason that is, is because I know that in six months' time, they're not all of a sudden going to be happy with their bodies. They're still going to have weight on them that they don't want, that hasn't shifted because they haven't put in the work. But those excuses that they, that they have allowed themselves to have because they've let their emotions get in the way and they just didn't feel like working out, and so they haven't gotten their results. They haven't been able to work through it. Now, I don't have the answers. Well, I do have the answers, but I'm not here to talk about how to work through an emotion. I'm not here to talk about anxiety or depression or sadness. But I'm here to tell you that you are going to feel those emotions for the rest of your fucking life. Sometimes I hear people say, I just want to be happy. But we can't be happy all the time. You'll feel happiness the same amount that you'll feel sadness or content or a little bit of depression or anxious. Like every day I think I get a little bit anxious about something because anxiety is when we don't know what the result's going to be. So we get anxious with things. Uh, you're, you're never just going to sit in a state of happiness unless you're on drugs. But... You know, even then, they even have a come down. So I don't know who these magical people are that sit in a state of happiness. You're always going to feel so many emotions. So your task is to write down your goals. I don't care what they are. I don't care if they're weight loss related or life related. Because a lot of the time, your life related goals are very closely tied with your weight loss goals. If you're not doing what you truly believe that you're here to do, or if you're not acting in alignment with the things that make you happy and enjoy life, chances are you're going to hold on to a lot of weight because you're living in a state that's half depressed. That's like if someone put me in an office job. I would die on the inside out and probably eat my sadness in Mars bars. Like, 
So put down whatever goals you want. There's so much power in writing them down. Be specific. That's one part of the smart goals that I will buy. Be so specific with those goals. And don't give a fuck about what anyone else thinks about them. Because if you're writing goals for someone else, you're not going to be able to hold up. Okay? Write down your goals. Then, when you get these emotions that stop you from taking small steps forward, it's not all about the big choices. So the big choice was you signing up to boot camp. That's a big choice. But the small choices is every workout that you do every day. That's the little choices that matter the most. Because how you do one thing is how you do everything. So all of your small choices are what matters. So if you're not working out every day at the moment, chances are it's because there's a lot of emotion getting in the way. So if you just don't feel like it, or if you're tired, or if you feel slack, or I love this one when everyone's like, I just had a bad day. That's great. But what happens when you feel good? Like what happens when you feel good? You're going to regret the workout that you didn't do. Or what happens when you go to go out and you try on 50 sets of clothes and you just feel like a fat fuck? And I have been there with this. Like what, what happens then? Like you're going to regret the workout that you didn't do when you were sad. So when it comes to goal setting, your goal is to work through the emotion. If you put down on your goal list that you want to work out every day at one o'clock or something like that, this is when I run, this is when I personally do my runs at one o'clock during the day, 99.99999% of the time, I do not feel like going for this run. Number one, it's in the heat of the day. I mean, don't get me wrong, I do like the heat. But do you recall just before I said how you do one thing is how you do everything? I've got a real thing with running in the heat, and the reason for that is is that when I run in the cool, my times are so good. It's so easy. So it's easy to exercise when you're motivated and you're happy. But it's not easy to exercise when you're sad and you don't feel like it and it's hot. So I intentionally put myself out of my comfort zone because I think in my head, this is my thought pattern, if I'm able to do this under shit conditions, imagine how easy it is when the conditions are good. Because anyone can work out when they're motivated. Everyone turns up at the start of the boot camp. Like, that's great. Well done. But it's those people who are four weeks in, five weeks in, and they're still going and they're still turning up. They're the ones that are getting the results. They're the ones that are stepping out of their comfort zone. They're the ones that aren't turning off their snooze button because they're tired. Now, right now, like you might be listening to this and being like, yeah, because these are the people that are separate. These are the people that get success compared to the people who don't get success is that they do it even when they don't feel like it. You have to do it when you don't feel like it because that is so important and it gets easier. So every day we run at 1 o'clock, me and my dog Kelly. Every day we run at 1 o'clock, if not before. Sometimes I go at 12. Sometimes I really push myself and go in the heat like because I get some sort of a kick out of it. Like, yeah, like I ran in, in the middle of summer. <laughs> It was so hot. And I wear these long sleeve shirts because I'm super sun safe. So I cook like a dog. 
But I go because when I get the opportunity to go when it's easier, it's so easy. It's so easy. Even my, like, my running time is just so much better. But how I do this one thing is how I do everything. So I also find that in really fucked times in my life, when I'm crippled with just anxiety, which everyone experiences, experiences these feelings, when I'm crippled with emotion, I'm able to get up and work through it because I've practiced. I've put in practice. How you do one thing is how you do everything. So I've practiced going in the heat of the day, and we do it all the time. We do 10 kilometers a day. I've got a cattle dog, Callie, which is what the podcast is based on, the two of us running and recording this podcast. Now it's Lauren and I who we run a fitness business together. But we've practiced doing what we don't want to do when we don't feel like it. And it gets easier. Now I'm on autopilot. I still have those thoughts every single day. I still have those thoughts that is, you know, your brain tries to talk you out of it. I have that every day. But I've practiced so much that it's like my legs just start moving through the thoughts. And I go. So I know that when I looked up the goals and there were smart goals, but the, the true, like, diamond in all of this is being able to stick to your goals even when you don't fucking feel like it. Because 99% of the time we do not feel like running at 12 o'clock in the middle of the day or 1 o'clock. We don't, but we do it anyway. Another thing that I've noticed, this is a little bit off topic too, because I truly believe how you do one thing is how you do everything. I noticed that I too struggle with some things like like a lot of people do where I am super motivated and I like do all this stuff and then I'll take a break for a week. Then I go super hard and then I'll take a break and super hard, not from my exercise. I think I am psychologically convinced that exercise is the solution to all of my life's issues so not so much that but other things but I also caught myself in my runs doing the same thing where I'd be running and I'd go hard and then I'll walk like 20 meters then I'll run two kilometers then I'll walk 20 meters so it's going across the board I do the same thing in my life so lately I've just been trying to pick a steady pace on my run and try and do it for the whole 10 kilometers but I want you guys to think about this Work through your emotions and just realize that that's what you're doing. That even in those times when you are sad and the last thing you feel like doing is a push-up, that is when you must do it. Because then in the times when it's easy, it's like a walk in the park. But that's the difference between someone who loses weight and someone who doesn't lose weight is that they work through the emotion. They work through the alarm. They don't push the snooze button. And it gets easier. My legs start moving, even though my mind is like, nah, like you train enough. You don't have to do it today. It gives me all sorts of excuses. It's pretty cool like that, my brain. (laughs) So set your goals and work through the emotions. Now, what if I am going to call this season your biggest cheerleader, I think. Don't know what I'm going to call this season, but you need to be your biggest cheerleader. If you are able to work through your emotions once this week, like once, if you feel like shit and you still go for a run, like give yourself full kudos for doing that because maybe the week after you'll do two. Maybe the week after that you'll do three. 
Give yourself full kudos. Don't tell, like, I mean, if you want me to applaud you, I can, but don't rely on anyone else to tell you you're great and don't tell yourself you're shit for the four workouts you missed. You got one. So that's amazing. You need to be your biggest cheerleader because at the end of the day, everyone has lives outside of you. People have lives outside of me. I have moments when I would love people to encourage me and cheer me on, but they've got lives. They've got their own struggles. I can't hold them responsible for anything that happens in my life. So you need to be your biggest cheerleader. If you're able to work through an emotion once, give yourself full kudos because that sure as fuck is better than not working through it ever. All right, that's my first podcast of this season. Write down your goals and work through those emotions. All right, guys, I look forward to... Your second podcast, which is actually Lauren and I, and it's Meet Your Trainers because we're the two trainers that run this boot camp. For those of you who aren't in our boot camp, you're missing out. <laughs> but our next one is to meet me and Lauren. We basically just talk a whole shit about our lives and that we think we're that funny. Have a great day. Bye.